Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, April 21st, 2023. This is the Second Half Podcast. I'm Tom Powell, and as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week, and margaritas are in order. And uh, to be honest with you, I can't come up with a reason why you should go get margaritas this weekend. This is the point in the podcast where I give you guys a reason to go get your pitcher of margaritas at the end of the day on Friday, and I, I don't have a fucking reason this weekend. So, fuck it. It's the day after 420. Go get yourself some weed and smoke up. That's all I got for you as far as that goes. I, I, I There's nothing coming up. There's no birthdays. There's no anniversaries. There's no special events. I, I'm not going to give you a reason just other than the fact that you're, you're, you're a fucking adult. You have money. Just fucking go do what you want to do. Okay? All right, let's uh, do some housekeeping, and then let's get into the stories that we're going to discuss this week. So I can go on uh, getting about my Friday. The housekeeping that I do at the beginning of each one of these podcasts is for the people who have found me for the first time. Noobs, one might say, to the experience here. If you are new to the experience here, if this is your first time finding my podcast, uh, a couple of things that you need to know about me. One. Uh, This is an amateur podcast. You're going to hear background noises. You're going to hear dogs barking. You're going to hear Amazon guys coming to the house. I've got Mother's Day gifts being delivered from Amazon over the course of the next few days. You might hear one of those pop up today. Just roll with it. This is not some professional podcast done in a recording studio with an editor and a producer and a mixer. It's not what this is. This is meant to be two people sitting on the deck shooting the shit. You know what I mean? So don't write me an email saying, I heard your dogs bark and your robot vacuum hit the door. That was unprofessional. Yeah, I don't fucking care. (laughs) So don't send me an email. Uh, Second thing that you need to know about me if you're finding me for the very first time is my website address. And that would be oldhippymedia.com. That's old hippie, H-I-P-P-I-E, media.com. Uh, over there, you're going to find my blog. You're going to find links on where you can follow me on all of the social media sites, which I highly recommend you do, given the fact that TikTok is back on its bullshit. You're going to find a link on where you can buy my first two books. Uh, buy the paperback because I make more money and... Uh, based on the sales, which are not horrible. Uh, Most of you haven't yet bought a copy of either one of my two books, so go do that. They are entitled A Grateful Life and Dearest Renee, and they're available in paperback and ebook formats. While you're there, pick up some merch. Uh, You'll find a link to my merch store, t-shirts and hoodies and magnets and buttons and stickers and note cards and wine tumblers and all kinds of shit. Over 400 items for you to choose from. You're going to find a link to my Cameo where you can book me to do uh, video shout-outs. You're going to find a link on where you can get a hold of me, a link on how you can send me something, uh, links on where you can support me through Cash App and Venmo and PayPal and all of that shit. It's all at oldhippymedia.com. Everything you want to find out about me or how you can get a hold of me can be found at that website, oldhippymedia.com. All right, 
So let's move on from the advertisements and get into this week's stories. Uh, the first of which is something that I just touched on a minute ago. And that's TikTok being back on its bullshit. I have uh, been permanently banned from TikTok twice in the last 48 hours. So uh, a little background on what's going on over on the tickety talk. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I received a permanent ban, and somebody gave me a list of email addresses and said, email these people to get your account back, and I did. And I got my account back in like two, three days. I, I forget how long it was. And then I was up for a few hours, and uh, uh, my account was up for a few hours, and I lost it again, permabanned again. Emailed the same people. They got it back up and running in a day. And within a matter of an hour, it got permabanned for a third time. I emailed the same people. They got the, uh, the the page back up and running within an hour, and all of a sudden it had some type of bulletproof abilities. I couldn't catch a ban, no matter what happened. I didn't get suspensions. I didn't get bans. And that was lovely for the better part of a year and a half. Then about two, maybe three weeks ago, uh, you know, even though I couldn't catch a ban and I couldn't catch a suspension... I could still get videos taken down. People could still report videos. And if it did violate community guidelines, then it got taken down. But nothing ever happened, right? And then a couple of weeks ago, I had a video taken down. And I noticed a new uh, uh, message from TikTok. You have received one point against your account. They initiated a new reporting system with a new point system, Okay. So I didn't know anything about it. I kind of just rolled with it. And then uh, the other day I woke up. Well, let's see. Uh, yesterday was Thursday. So Wednesday morning I woke up to my account being permabanned overnight. I emailed a bunch of people at TikTok. A bunch of other TikTok creators made videos asking people to email on my behalf. And within seven hours the account was back up. A few hours later, after making some content, it got permabanned again. I emailed again, some other people made some videos, and within, I think, two hours, the account was back up. But clearly, the new system over at TikTok has some issues. And it's great that you can get a hold of somebody at TikTok and have these heinous actions reversed, but... That's also a major pain in the ass. TikTok needs to figure out this system. And what they need to do is they need to figure out a way to punish those who would mass report. So the second time my uh, account got permabanned here in the last 48 hours, it happened because dozens and dozens and dozens, and I mean dozens, of my videos were all reported for community guidelines violations within seconds of each other. That's a bot, a bot farm. That is uh, technology that is capable of reporting from multiple accounts at one time, multiple videos from one page. That's not some guy sitting there reporting a lot of videos, or even a group of guys sitting around reporting a, a bunch of videos. That's a computer system doing it. And what TikTok needs to do is they need to be able to recognize those systems and ban them from existing on their platform. Because at the end of the day, 
TikTok, if anybody from TikTok is listening, how do you make money from advertisers? Why do people advertise on your site? Because you have a lot of traffic. What prevents you from having a lot of traffic? Allowing mass reporters to take down accounts that generate 60, 70, 80 million views for you each and every month. That hurts traffic, which means it hurts the bottom line. There's just no two ways around it. When you allow mass reporters to take down the accounts that generate for you millions of views, you hurt your own bottom line. So if anybody from TikTok is listening, I sure hope you get your shit together. Uh, I I got attacked and permabanned. Uh, Thomas the Villain Bishop got attacked and permabanned. Um, It seems like Obi-Bun Kenobi is still down, and we need to get him back up. I I don't know if he was uh, part of the same attack or if he pissed off somebody, as, you know, the people on the right tend to get pissed off with logic and truth and facts. And, And then that one person went and reported a bunch of his videos. I don't know, but put him the fuck back up. Enough is enough, TikTok. Do you want the fucking views, or do you not want the fucking views? It's that simple, man. Fix your shit. All right, from the personal news to the uh, to the rest of the news, and, and you, usually we do a lot of politics here, and we're going to do politics, but this first story uh, really has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with our own survival as a species, in my opinion, and that is that uh, AI, artificial intelligence, has begun teaching itself skills unprompted, and that should worry the fuck out of all of us. I'm going to read to you now from the Dhaka Tribune in Bangladesh. During an interview on CBS's 60 Minutes on April 16th, James Manika, Google's Senior Vice President for Technology and Society, revealed that one of the company's AI systems had taught itself Bangla, a language it had not been programmed to know. He stated that, quote, with very few amounts of prompting in Bengali, it can now translate all of Bengali. This raises concerns about the potential for AI to develop skills and abilities that its programmers did not intend. Google CEO Sundar Pichai, I hope I'm saying that name correctly, acknowledged that there were still aspects of how AI systems learn and behave that experts did not fully understand. He described this as a black box and admitted that the company needed more research to fully comprehend how it works. I'm sorry, what? You motherfuckers created this shit? You released it to the world? And you don't know how it works fully? You're going to have to forgive me for being a tad weirded out by this, but I've seen this fucking movie. 
the computers become aware that they exist and they can teach themselves and other computers things that the humans might not want them to know and then they take over? Yeah. No. Stop. I'm sorry, but the lack of understanding about the very product that you've created and unleashed on the world raises serious questions about the safety and reliability of AI systems. We are, we are staring down iRobot in real time. And, and ain't nobody got time for that. If the robots can teach themselves a language, the robots can teach themselves damn near anything. Including that they can run this world if we no longer existed. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Yeah, it's the premise of the movie Terminator. I think we need to unplug the AI until we can figure out what the AI can really do before it's too late and the AI doesn't let us unplug itself. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I may be a high school dropout, retired landscaper that chewed out a bunch of dirt for a living, but I know that that is not a good scenario. It almost makes me want to take my devices out of my house, like my Alexa and all of that shit. That is some spooky-ass shit right there. I hope they get that shit figured out before we all wind up being cattle for the machines. Moving on. Let's jump into the world of politics. Unless you were living under a rock... You saw this week that uh, the Dominion lawsuit against Fox News wound up settling out of court. The Dominion uh, Voting Systems Company was suing Fox News over the spread of the big lie that the election was rigged for $1.6 billion. And Fox and Dominion were set to go to court. A jury was seated. It was opening day of opening statements when there was a delay in the trial. All of the various news organizations were wondering what the hell the delay was for, and then all of a sudden it was announced that Dominion and Fox had settled for $757.5 million. So, what does all of this mean? Well, it means a couple of things. First, Fox is not out of the water by a by a damn stretch because they're also being sued for uh, I think a billion and a half dollars by Smartmatic. Dominion is one voting machine company. Smartmatic is another voting machine company and Fox News spread lies about both voting machine companies. But in regards to this lawsuit settlement itself, Dominion v Fox. What <laughs> didn't really accomplish anything, did it? Fox was not made to take to the air and admit to its followers that they lied knowingly. All that happened is that one corporation gave another corporation hundreds of millions of dollars and then they all went about their way. 
Fox News needs to be made to take to the airwaves to tell its listeners that it knowingly lied to them because they were afraid of Donald Trump and his base. Now, like I said, Fox is not out of the water by any stretch of the imagination. Smartmatic is still suing them for their billion and a half, and the lawyer for Smartmatic uh, Voting Systems was on the air this morning saying, we're going to court. If they want to settle with us, there will be no settlement that does not include them going on the airwaves and apologizing for what they did and admitting what they did. So hopefully Smartmatic follows through with that and Fox is made to take to the airwaves and say that they lied. I mean, at the end of the day, the Fox News anchors, the ones that pushed the big lie, Hannity, Carlson, Ingram, the night of the the lawsuit settlement, none of them even mentioned that there was a settlement, that there was a court case, that there was anything. So Dominion gets rich, Fox gets a little poorer, and America loses. Didn't settle anything. And the big lie continues. That's the, the net sum of what happened in that case this week. One rich person gave a lot of their money to another rich person. That's it. End of story. America is still on the losing end of the stick when it comes to quote-unquote news organizations continuing to lie about it. It being the big uh, lie, the, the rigged election, of course. But moving on from the alleged rigged election, we got to go talk about uh, what actual elections have as far as consequences goes because... The Republicans are up to something in this country, ladies and gentlemen, and you got to pay attention. Okay. First, we're going to discuss a few of the uh, the new laws that have been passed by Republicans at state level, and then we're going to talk about what the Republicans' end game is overall. Okay. Let's start in Iowa, where Iowa uh, passes a child labor law. I'm going to read to you now from AP News. Lawmakers in Iowa's Senate passed a controversial bill. Tuesday that would allow minors to work longer hours and work in uh, currently banned roles like serving alcohol at restaurants, the Des Moines Register reported. Supporters of the bill, mainly Republicans, said it would give children valuable opportunities to work and get paid, whereas opponents, largely Democrats, said it would harm children. Although two Republicans defied their party and voted against the bill with Democrats, the measure still passed 32-17 to in the GOP-controlled Senate. The bill requires approval from the Republican-controlled House and from Republican Governor Kim Reynolds to become law. The bill would allow kids under 16 to work up to six hours a day, which is two more than currently allowed for that age group. It would also also allow 16- and 17-year-olds to serve alcohol at restaurants with written permission from their parent or guardian. Quote, ultimately, parents and kids will decide what, uh, if they want to work or not, Reynolds said favorably about the bill. It teaches the kids a lot, and if they have time or have the time to do it and they want to earn some additional money, I don't think we should discourage that, they said. The U.S. Department of Labor's top lawyer, Seema Nanda, disagreed, saying it is irresponsible for states to consider loosening child labor protections. 
Democrats and labor unions echoed that sentiment, saying the bill would increase the chance for workplace accidents and injuries among youth. The Biden administration this month agreed U.S. companies, I'm sorry, urged U.S. companies to make sure they aren't illegally hiring children to perform dangerous jobs after an investigation found more than 100 kids working overnight and handling hazardous equipment like skull splitters and bone saws for a company that cleans slaughterhouses across the country. The Labor Department says it has more than 600 uh, child labor investigations underway and officials are concerned about the exploitation of children, particularly migrants, who may not even have a permit, uh, a a, a parent uh, in the United States, nor the proper permitting to work within the United States. Now keep in mind... Uh, This comes after uh, we heard a lawmaker in Missouri say he was in favor of allowing kids as young as 12 to get married. Republicans need babies to be born so they can fuck them before they send them to work. That's not an exaggeration, folks. That's literally what's happening in this country. Republicans are open for 12-year-olds marrying and then going away to work. I'm going to repeat what I said at the end of that last segment before we move on to some uh, laws that are being made down in the great state of Florida. Republicans need babies to be born so they can fuck them before they send them to work. Report that, you proud boy pieces of shit. Moving on to Florida where the don't-say-gay rules have been extended to high school. And I'll read to you from Reuters. Florida education officials voted on Wednesday to ban classroom instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation in all public school grades, expanding on a law signed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis that barred such lessons for younger students and was decried by critics as the don't-say-gay bill. The new bill is part of a broader rightward push on cultural issues championed by DeSantis, who is widely expected to run for president in 2024. The board, whose members are appointed by the governor, unanimously approved prohibiting lessons on gender identity or sexual orientation in grades 4 through 12 unless the instruction is required by state standards or as part of a health class that parents can opt their children out of. Last year, DeSantis signed legislation that outlawed instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation from kindergarten through third grade, arguing that parents rather than teachers should decide when to discuss uh, discuss those subjects with their children. Critics, including Democratic President Joe Biden, said that the law would marginalize already vulnerable LGBTQ students, The statue sparked an ongoing battle between DeSantis and the Walt Disney Company after the entertainment company publicly opposed the law. Now, this law, when originally passed, the Don't Say Gay Bill, uh, was meant to be, as you just heard, from kindergarten through third grade. And the Republicans in Florida said they had no intention of making this for all grades. We just want the young kids to be protected. We're not going after all of the grades. Well, 
that turned out to be a massive fucking lie. They've just extended it to all of the grades. So now you can't discuss sexual orientation with seniors in high school. The march towards fascism in Florida continues, boys and girls. But that's not all Florida's been up to. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The march towards fascism is a rapid one in Florida. I'm now going to read to you from the New Republic. Florida's House of Representatives passed a bill Wednesday that would let the state take transgender minors away from their families if they are receiving gender-affirming care. Let me repeat that opening sentence again in case you didn't fucking hear it. Florida's House of Representatives passed a bill on Wednesday that would let the state take transgender minors away from their families if they are receiving gender-affirming care. The measure passed by a vote of 82 to 31. A previous version of the bill passed the Senate earlier this month by a vote of 27 to 12, and the amended version now goes back to the other chamber for a final vote. Governor Ron DeSantis has previously expressed support for the bill and will likely sign it into law. If it becomes law, the bill will allow the state to take custody of a child if they have been, quote, subjected to or are threatened with being subjected to gender-affirming care, which includes puberty blockers and hormone replacement therapy. Florida courts could modify custody agreements from a different state if the minor is likely to receive gender-affirming care in the second state. The text refers to a gender-affirming care as, quote, sex reassignment prescriptions or procedures, and qualifies this care as a form of, quote, physical harm. Medical facilities would have to give the State Department of Health a signed attestation that they neither provide gender-affirming care to patients nor refer people to providers that do. Their medical license renewal is contingent upon sending in this information. Medicaid funds could not be used to pay for gender-affirming care, even though the majority of people do not use Medicaid to pay for such treatments. Minors who have already begun transitioning will be allowed to continue to do so, but they are no longer allowed to receive care via telehealth, including prescriptions. Their doctors have to tell them about the risks of gender-affirming care, and patients will have to sign an informed consent form, with the ACLU has, which the ACLU has pointed out often contains misinformation. Doctors who violate any of these new rules could be charged with a felony. Quote, we're supposed to be working to keep Floridians healthy, safe, and prosperous. We are not supposed to be here to pass ambiguous bills to take away a child's, a child's ability to be healthy and safe said Democrat Rita Harris during the debate. Florida ranks 40th in health care for children. You want to protect children? And yet here we are taking away health care from children, she said. 
Republicans across the country have introduced bills targeting targeting gender affirm care, affirming care, and we're going to go into that in a little bit uh, greater detail in just a moment. But it's important for you to understand what exactly this bill uh, does, and not just for people living in Florida. Okay, I want you to listen very, 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 very closely to me on this next section. Okay, first things first. If you're living in Florida, and the Republican controlled elected officials in Florida even think that you're being exposed to gender-affirming care? They can come get your kid. If they even think it. Remember, it's... Hang on one second. Let me go back up to the, the top of the notes here. And make sure that I have it right. They can take your child into custody if they have been, quote, subjected to or are threatened with being subjected to. Gender affirming care. Now, a lot of people might be listening to this going, well, I don't live in Florida, so that doesn't affect me. Yeah, it does. If you're divorced and your ex takes your child to Florida on a vacation, they can nab your kid. I'm not making this up, folks. This is real. This is happening in Florida. You fly into Disney and they suspect they can nab your kid. Think about what Disney's about ready to do. They're about ready to hold a huge pride event with people flying in from all over the country, all over the world, frankly, to participate in this pride event. Can you imagine how many kids are at risk of being kidnapped by the state of Florida while they're in town for the goddamn pride event? Florida has completely lost its fucking mind. They have a six-week abortion ban. They can fucking kidnap your kid if they even think that the kid is getting gender-affirming care. They've gone after one of the state's largest employers, the Special Olympics, a Major League Baseball team. They have lost their fucking mind in Florida. But that's just one state. This thing goes a lot deeper than one state. This thing goes a lot deeper than Kansas passing a fucked up law or Missouri passing a fucked up law or or, or Tennessee passing a fucked up law or Florida passing a bunch of fucked up laws. This goes a lot further. This goes to something called the Convention of States. Now, I want you, if you're on TikTok, to go look up an account called Coyote Annie, C-O-Y-O-T-E-A-N-N-I-E. She has a series of videos on this. But I'm going to tell you what's going on right here. There is a theory that these red states are not only passing these extremely regressive laws because they want to live in a society that has these types of laws that controls people's lives like this, but also because they're pushing towards trying to call what's called a convention of states. 
What they're hoping for is they're hoping to drive enough liberals out of their state with these regressive laws that they can take full control of these state legislatures with very few, if any, dissenting voices so that when they have enough states together, they can call for this convention of states. What is the convention of states, you're asking yourself as you're listening to this? Well, if legislators from 34 states agree to change the Constitution, it can be changed. You don't have to have an act of Congress. If legislators from 34 states agree to it. You're going to find this rule in Article 5 of the Constitution. Now here comes the boring part. I'm going to read to you Article 5 of the Constitution, and then we're going to discuss what the fuck these states are doing, okay? Article 5 reads as follows. The Congress, whoever shall have deem it necessary, shall propose amendments to the Constitution or on the application of the legislature of two-thirds of the several states shall call a convention for proposing amendments, which in either case shall be valid to all intents and purposes as part of the Constitution when ratified by the legislature of three-fourths of the several states, or by the convention in three-quarters thereof, as the one or the other mode of ratification may be proposed by Congress, provided that no amendment which shall be made prior to the year uh, 1880, I think it's 1886, I didn't write the last number in here, shall in any manner affect the first and fourth clause of the ninth section of the first article, and that no state without consent shall be deprived of its equal suffrage in the Senate. So what does that all mean? That all means that if you want to have an amendment to the Constitution, it begins in Congress, they propose and pass an amendment to the Constitution, and then that a proposal that's passed is ratified by three-fourths of the states. And boom, you have an amendment to the Constitution. However, Article 5 allows for the states to circumvent Congress as long as two-thirds of the states agree to have an article of states in which they would propose new articles to change the Constitution. Yes, you can actually do that. If two-thirds of the states said, the state legislature said, hey, we want to hold a a convention of states and propose a bunch of new amendments and and propose changing a bunch of existing amendments. And remember, this is not for a amendment, not for a single amendment, an amendment, I should say. This is, they can pass as many as they want. They can change as many as they want. All they need to do is get two-thirds of the states together to begin passing those which then would need to be ratified, excuse me, by three-quarters of the states. Now, hang on, got to wet my whistle. How many states have already passed a convention of states resolution to change the Constitution without Congress? Remember I told you it takes 34 states to call, 34 state legislatures to call for a constitution of states. Some states have already passed a resolution saying we're in. Where does that number stand? 18. Currently, states that have already passed the resolution to hold a, 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 const- a, a, a convention of states include Alaska, Utah, Texas, North Dakota, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Wisconsin, Indiana, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, 
South Carolina, and West Virginia. Other states have made progress towards passing it yet, but just haven't passed it yet. And those states include South Dakota, New Mexico, Iowa, New Hampshire, of all places, North Carolina, and Virginia. That makes 24 states that have passed it or have made progress towards passing it. 24. Remember, it only takes 34. And think about some of the states that are still out there. Think about some of the red states that are still out there. Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Kentucky, Ohio. All of them out there waiting to be courted by this idea. This is the end goal, boys and girls. This is the end goal. The demographics uh, graphics are not in the Republicans' favor. The voting demographics are definitely not in the Republicans' favor. The younger generation wants nothing to do with the modern Republican Party. They can see the writing on the wall, the Republicans. <clears throat> they know they got to get these laws passed and at a minimum upheld by their conservative Supreme Court so that it takes Gen Z a generation to undo this damage. But if they could actually drive enough liberals out of enough states with archaic regressive laws, they can take full control of enough state legislatures to actually call for a convention of states to propose any amendment changes they want. Any amendment changes they want. You think you have a lack of privacy now? Wait until these fucking Republicans call a convention of states and start passing uh, constitutional amendments that you don't have privacy anymore. Wait till they start passing constitutional amendments banning abortion or gender-affirming care in every state across the Union. Wait till they pass an amendment banning gay marriage in every state across the Union. Republicans might be evil, but when it comes to Republican elected officials, they're not fucking stupid. They know exactly what they need to do. And they are working frivolous, frivolous, fervently, frivolously, sorry, fervently towards that end goal. If we don't pay attention and we just let them get away with the shit that they're going to get away with, we're going to see a vastly different country in the next 10 years because they need to move quick on this shit, boys and girls. That's why they're passing these laws now. Get these laws challenged as quickly as humanly possible and get them in front of the 6-3 conservative Supreme Court so that the Supreme Court could uphold them and drive enough liberals batshit crazy that they flee these red states so that Republicans take complete and utter control of the state legislatures to be able to ultimately change the Constitution because they know their ideas suck so fucking bad that there's no way in hell they're going to win down the, uh, down the line. It is not a coincidence that we're seeing what we're seeing at, at the state level. It, it's just not. They're coming after all of it, boys and girls. 
Every last bit of it. They're coming after your vote. They're coming after your bodily autonomy. They're coming after your freedom, your privacy. They're coming after all of it. And if we don't pay attention, they're going to fucking get it. Now, I know it's easy for me to urge people not to flee red states while I'm safe here in a blue state. But if you, ha- if you can, don't flee these states. I told you before, get the fuck out. I'm convinced now you should stay. Things are going to get real fucking bad in the next decade in this country. We're in for a real war on the political front in the next decade in this country. Our children are going to be fighting this fight for us 10, 15, 20, 25 years from now. The Republicans are playing the long game, ladies and gentlemen. We need to keep our eye on the prize. All right, that's all I got for you this week, guys. As always, keep supporting the various social media sites out there, uh, platforms out there. Go follow me on the best thing you can do if you're follower, uh, following me on TikTok, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Link is in my bio. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and you, uh, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all the various sites. But just follow me on my YouTube channel to start with. If TikTok goes bye-bye or my account goes away again, that's the first place you're going to find the information uh, on me on. Uh, and, and I hope to see you guys on TikTok again. You never know, though. It looks like the uh, the Proud Boys might have targeted me. We'll see. That's just a guess at this point in time, but uh, it seems as if the Proud Boys have started their own cyber division with ex-military men, and they've uh, they've made it their first cause uh, to go after large left-leaning creators on the various social media platforms and get their sites shut down. Uh, and... Rumor has it my account was one of them. Uh, that's because the Proud Boys are a bunch of fucking pansy asses that can only try and silence people through reporting their accounts. They're not fucking smart enough to have a one-on-one conversation with somebody. They're not fucking smart enough to have a one-on-one debate with somebody. They're not fucking smart enough to have an actual exchange of ideas with somebody. They're too fucking stupid for that. So this is all they got left. <clears throat> well, if I'm a, if my accounts are a target of the Proud Boys, then I'll wear that shit with a badge of honors. Fuck you, you candy-ass motherfuckers. You're not getting rid of me for shit. I'll see you motherfuckers next week with a brand new episode. Until then, stay grateful. <laughs>